Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the No Regrets Marriage Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Johnny Morton, and your other co-host is... Carla Morton. Hello. We're just glad you took time to join us. Uh, Let's jump right into it. Um, Intimacy. Yes. I think that the ultimate goal that all of us want in our marriages is intimacy. And when we talk about intimacy, we're not just, we're talking on really there's different levels. There's uh, obviously physical intimacy. There's emotional intimacy. And then for believers, there's spiritual intimacy. And all three of those are really, they're interconnected. They impact each other. And what we want to talk about today is some of the enemies of building intimacy in the marriage relationship. Yes, we do. Because I think, as you said, it is really what most of us desire. It's when you think about, well, why do you get married? What are you wanting? Well, you're wanting this unique relationship with this one other person that will be like no other relationship. But so many times, I think there are so many things that are the enemies of that. And I think we fall prey to them. And so we're going to, this podcast and two others, right, we're going to talk through the three areas that we believe you really can have barriers in and the enemy can kind of steal it, so to speak. As Carla said, you're listening right now to the first of a series of three of what we think are really some of the enemies of intimacy today. And uh, some of the things that we've seen consistently in marriage is how these barriers, these conflict areas, not even, maybe that's not the right word for it, that they keep people from experience the marriage that God's really designed us to experience. And so what we want to look at is what are those? And so the first one we want to deal with today is, I know one, Carla, that you think is maybe one of the most dangerous because it can be so deceptive. And that is busyness. And if you are hearing my voice, you probably are thinking, yep, I'm too busy. Everybody's too busy. If you're alive and breathing and maybe living in America, you're too busy. And I really do think it may be one of the ways that couples really are, if you would, under attack in a way that is more subtle, that is more deceitful, deceptive in the sense that it's not something that you think about. We think about the obvious issues with what can destroy intimacy in your marriage. And you're thinking, well, obviously an affair can obviously betrayal, obviously issues of trust, obviously lots of things can interrupt you developing and having intimacy in your marriage. But when you think about busyness and the reason it is such a enemy of intimacy is what it does. And what it does is it takes the tyranny of the urgent And it allows our lives to become so full that there is no time for what is the most important. Yeah, I think if you've ever spent any time out of this country, um, 
and luckily we've had the chance to do that. We've had the chance to go to some of the islands in the Caribbean. I've had the chance with school stuff to go to Italy. And to me, one of the things that you see almost immediately the difference is in all of those places. And we're not talking like underdeveloped. We're talking about first world places. It is a much slower pace of life. They just don't have this schedule. They're going from here to there and really just going crazy about it. Well, and I think what happens is if we're not really careful, then we end up sort of buying into, if you would, the philosophy of the world, so to speak, which says it can be the need for your career. And obviously, we're not talking about not working. You know, for most of us in our country today, and for most married couples, statistically, a lot of more now are both working outside the home. So that is something that 50, 75 years ago was flipped from what it is today, percentage-wise. So you got both parents many times working full-time jobs, or the married couple both working full jobs. And then when you start layering all the things that come into our lives, and most of these are not bad, they're good. They're everything from your church involvement to your social things, to clubs, to activities, to your children, to their activities. It's endless what it can be. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the terms you hear a lot of times is FOMO, that fear of missing out. And either it's a fear of ourselves missing out, or especially, as you mentioned, a fear of your kids missing out on activities. Um, There's just so many different areas. And when we talk about, you know, intimacy, one of the most important aspects of building intimacy, and I don't care in which area, and, and later on in another podcast, we'll especially talk about physical intimacy, how that is really so connected to emotional and spiritual intimacy, that if those aren't good, then that aspect is not going to be good. But even in that, we can almost get, I know it sounds crazy, you even get people that are too busy for sex. That is really too busy. That, that Absolutely too busy. I mean, um, wow. Okay. But, that- but going back, let me go back to that fear of missing out. It's like we're so afraid of an opportunity we see in front of us that it may never come along again, and we just sort of say, okay, how do I fit this in? Yeah. Or how do I give little little Johnny you know, every opportunity? No, we don't. But I was a little Johnny at one time. How do you not let him miss out on all his opportunities? And so it's just almost crazy how busy we are in our lives. And the problem is, again, what are, quote, good things are the stealer of the best. And and that's what happens. And when families, and y'all, we see this a lot, see this with a lot of marriages, where they get so overscheduled, and they may have children and they may not. Obviously, having children adds a new layer. And so we would sort of expect that there's a bunch of changes. But we can see couples that don't have children, and their schedule still, and it may be a career thing, it may be every other kind of activity that they're involved in. But literally, the time quote that they have for one another is almost non-existent. I mean, they will say, well, yeah, we have a little time on the weekend sometime, or we have a little this, 
but maybe or maybe not, especially once they're children and they are scheduled to the point that literally there's no time for them. No, and that's uh, that's one of the real dangers. And I do think it is. I think it's. I think it's one of the tools of Satan that we believe that Scripture teaches for a believer. The most important thing is your relationship with God. And then after that, if you're married, it's your spouse, and that should be the priority. But so many times, we get caught up in all the stuff. And so we spend a whole lot of time doing all the different stuff that, quote, makes life full. And fun. Yeah, it is fun. And some of them can be good things. You know, we talk about taking your kids to practices and then dance recitals. And then they've got to go to this. And then they've got to go to that. And oftentimes your kids are going, if you have multiple kids, they're going multiple different places. And so your taxi service. And then the church calls. And they say, hey, we really need to re- we need someone to help us with a retreat. We need somebody to do a small group. And you don't want to say no to the church. And so, okay, we'll fit it in somewhere. And, well, my kids are at church anyway, so I might as well go be there. All of these things just keep adding up and up and up. And half the time, I don't even know that people even realize what they've done to themselves. I mean, that is so true. And what happens is, or what what we've seen a lot is, I think there's a couple of things here. One is that what can happen is you could you can give your children tons of experiences, tons of opportunities, which may or may not have been the wisest, best thing anyway. So I think that's always something you have to evaluate. The other piece is at the end of the day, so to speak, The danger is for you all that have children, you've probably got anywhere from a 20-year window to maybe 30-plus, depending on how many children you have, how close together they are between that first one and that last one when they launch. And if you live life like you're on that little hamster wheel and literally the two of you lose connection because you are simply so busy doing life, per se. You may very well look at one, each other, at the end of that season of parenting and say, who are you? We don't, we don't have anything. You know, and that is so sad, but it is so true. Yeah, it is. You know, one of the dangers we talk about is when you have kids, a lot of times we tend to make it a kid-centric marriage. And the scheduling almost forces us to do that by getting them here and there and everywhere. And that's a real danger. And we've said before that the most important of the marriage is this husband and wife. And maybe the best thing that your kids can see is a husband and wife who really make them a priority, the husband and wife wife. priority. I was going to say, unfortunately, one of the dangers there is that the child then is in a situation where they feel like the whole world revolves around them. And that, of course, is its own kind of set of problems. But I think if you're thinking about this, if you choose to think about this yourself and think, okay, what does our family time, our couple time look like? And if you're thinking, "Mm, I don't know, you know, do we even have time for a cup of coffee? Do we even have time to go sit out on the porch at the end of the night and connect for a few minutes? Do we have a date night? Do we have some time each weekend that we reconnect and have downtime? Are you a priority to each other? And if you're thinking, I don't know if we are, that is really something you want to think long and hard about and how you may want to 
reshift things. Yeah, I would just say right here, if you're just finding No Regrets Marriage Podcast and you maybe this is your first one and you haven't gone back to look at some of the past, I'd really encourage you to go listen to the two podcasts on intentionality, on being intentional. How important that is to build in the kind of relationship that I think most people want. And one of the big problems about being intentional is we just get too busy to do that. And that's the thing. I mean, you may be thinking, well, yeah, I'd love for us to have time to sit down and have a cup of coffee, you know, or, you know, sit on the porch and and whatever. But man, by the time we get done with everything and practice and kids and supper, and I got to get my stuff ready for the next day and we're back up and we're starting the rat race again, there's no time. If the answer is all the time, there's no time, there's a problem because this is what happens we see a lot is a couple, if you think about living on a scale of one to 10, as far as activity and level of pace and everything, and you're pushing it at an eight, that's kind of where you are all the time because it's go, 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 go. The danger is all of a sudden then something else plops into your life. It's the unexpected that is this stressor that comes. And y'all, it could be anything. It could be a child having an issue. It could be an extended family member, a parent. It could be work-related, illness-related. I mean, just anything. And now all of a sudden, that eight has gone to a 10 plus. And now you've not been filling up your love tanks, so to speak, with each other. You're so disconnected Couples tend to not cope well at this point. And then they start sort of getting into really unhealthy patterns because, man, they're not connected. They're not intimate. They're not even missing each other because they hadn't had each other. Yeah. Do y'all do I sound passionate about this? A little bit, but that's good. I think you ought to be passionate well, about it you because know, this it is, it's such a it's one of the big enemies of intimacy. I remember we were at a conference. Uh, I don't know, sometime in the past year. And I mean, there are probably about 300, 300, 300 to 400 people there, uh, 180, 200 couples. And I remember one of the things they did is they did, quote, a speed test. Oh, yeah. And they were asking people to answer all these questions. It was everything from, um, you know, do you <laughs> stand up and eat lunch or do you something stand, crazy? Do you eat while you're walking? Eat um, while you're walking. Do you push the closed button? <laughs> On the elevator, elevator to yeah. do that. And it went through a whole list. It went through a list of maybe about nine to ten things, I think, and then asked you to self-score yourselves. And I think the thing that was so amazing is out of this whole room, there were probably only a handful, and I was one of those. You know how laid back I am. Yeah, he's There was he's a handful. Dead. I'm talking about maybe eight to ten people who were down at what they would call, the speaker was called, a healthy, healthy level pace. of activity. Yeah. Healthy pace. You had the majority of people were sort of on that borderline danger area where it was just almost too much going on. And then you had, I was surprised at the number that were up there. And even somebody I remember asked said, the numbers don't go high enough for me. And that's really scary. And and, and that is. And and it's just sometimes it gets like, you know, that hamster wheel, we feel like we get trapped in it, that it can become a real danger. Hey, let's think about this. As we've talked about, you know, I guess you say the tyranny of busyness, that it controls our lives. What are some specific ways that we think about, and especially talking about the emotional intimacy and spiritual intimacy? Because I think those are the key. And, 
you know, if you're not having time for sex, then that's a whole other issue. Um, True. But in those two areas, what are some things that we can do to slow down? I think, first of all, uh, you know, I think you'd agree it's just, hey, sit back and just evaluate your schedule. You know, almost write down everything that you're committed to in a week. Yeah, we, we have couples do that sometime because sometime when you put it on paper, it is like, oh, wow. Okay. I mean, we mean sit down together or individually. If your spouse don't want to do this, put down every single thing you are responsible to do and or you are doing. And that includes your children if you have children, because unless they're all driving or you're not going to their event at all, that has to count. One of the, So sometimes that's a real eye-opener to, to it. Do a self-assessment. Do a self-assessment. See where you are and then think through what of these, if I had to prioritize, you know, yeah, we have to go to work. The children have to go to school. Da-da-da-da-da. Think about what are the priorities. Ask God, you know, is there something on this list that is maybe good, but maybe either it's not great or the time's not right? One of the things that for me and and our uh, ministry is called No Regrets, and we did it with a focus to help couples do their marriage in a way that they don't look back with regrets. Although we had some because of some of the mistakes we made along the way. Yeah, we did. And we made a lot of them. One of the things that I do think I did, and I have no idea how exactly I got this, but that I think I did very well what why don't frown like that at me when I say that. But anyway, um people can't see you frowning. But um I'm smiling. One of the things was because I was working outside the home and I pretty much worked outside the home our whole marriage and with children, I really sort of made a decision in my own mind and heart is I'm working and my family is a priority. Therefore Everything else is going to line up like that. And I don't mean not the Lord being a priority, but I mean as far as scheduling things. And basically, y'all, I said no to most every other thing. I'm talking, I didn't go to a ladies Bible study for 25 years, so to speak. I didn't do a small group. I didn't do the social stuff. I didn't, you know, get in a club. I didn't go to an exercise class. I didn't. And I don't, I'm not saying that to sound like a martyr or to sound like a really peculiar person. But basically, what I did was I thought I have a window of time with the children, obviously. And because those are two huge things, I can't do anything else for the most part. Y'all, I look back on that and I think, do I care that I missed a trunk show? or somebody's shower for so-and-so. And I'm not saying I didn't ever do any of those, but I look back honestly with no regrets that I did not overkill my schedule. And it was still hard enough as it was for you moms that are working outside the home. It is hugely hard, hugely. So anyway, that would be what I would say. Look at the schedule. See what you might can shift to. What is not good for now may be awesome 10 years from now. And and so once you do that and you look at your schedule and you call it and get rid of some of the things, because what you want to do is you want to create time in your schedule for those things that are going to build intimacy in your marriage. 
things like I think date night is just absolute. Yeah. That you need to spend time that you get away from the kids, you focus just on you. I think just on a daily basis, we've talked about the importance of even if you're just talking and saying, hey, what was your high today? What was your low today? So you're constantly aware of where people are. Um, I think you need to have time to obviously build that spiritual component. If you're too busy to pray together, you know, and I'm not talking every day, but several times a week that you get together and you pray for your family and you pray for each other and you pray, you're too busy. And those things are priorities. It is amazing how much time we spend on things that, as you said before, are good, but they're not the most important when it comes to building a healthy, vital, vibrant marriage. And if that's what you want, then you've got to say some of this other stuff may have to wait or it may not be the best because I want what is the greatest God has for us. And I don't want the enemy to trick me, to deceive me into settling for less. All right. And so I think that's a, I think you can tell, Carla's very passionate about this. Sorry about that. Hey, so that's our first enemy of intimacy the enemy called busyness, that we are just so overscheduled in our lives, things that are good, but not with the things that are most important. So, hey, check out your life. Take a look at it. Are you too busy to spend time building this most important relationship you have of marriage? All right. Thanks for being with us. And, uh, we can't get wait to get together with you sometime soon. Say bye, Carla. Bye.